thanks for checking out this podcast. These guys talk about whatever they want. Two dynamic guys talking about dynamic things for you, a dynamic audience. This is season two of Last Night's Coffee with Chuck and John. (laughs) What's going on, Night Shifters? This is Chuck. There's your favorite honorary member of Gen X, John Last. Oh, we don't use last names. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Night Shifters? This hey, everybody. Chuck. That's John. He's your, our honorary member of Gen X. The, yep. The world's youngest Gen Xer. That's me. You know, we call it an honorary title. You grew up kind of feral, like Gen Xers, but, you know. A little bit, man, a little bit. I think it's because you had an older sister and you kind of tend to follow their ways, maybe. Yeah, I think so. I've always said that about, like, especially my kids and seeing uh, my two girls who have had a young or an, or an older sibling, um, how much quicker they develop. They seem to develop and they seem to latch on, you know. They skip stuff, too. Yeah, they seem to, right? When they've got older siblings, they seem to just mature quicker. I mean, we skipped right over, you know, uh, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and went straight into uh, SpongeBob. Oh, is that right, Charlie? Charlie? Yeah. Oh, man, I did not get to skip the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, unfortunately. Uh, I feel like I've been watching watching Mickey Mouse SpongeBob for like 20 years. (laughs) (laughs) You probably have. He's probably still a fan. I mean, it's hard not to be a fan of SpongeBob. I'm personally not a fan of SpongeBob. Never watched one episode of it. Really? Maybe that's why I'm not a fan. I don't know. But I've never watched an episode of SpongeBob. I think it's got, it's one of them cartoons that's got just enough adult humor in it to where you can Uh stomach it. Yeah, you get some entertainment out of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Now, now, does does all of that explain why you're so immature because you don't have any older siblings? It could. <laughs> it could. That's it. We figured it out. But I mean, I'm 43 years old. You are. You've been 43 for a week. How's it been? I'm a little sore, but I think it's self-inflicted. <laughs> a little sore? This week's been rough on you, buddy? <laughs> It has. Uh, evidently, when you're 5'9", you can't just step off of a 36-inch tall banister. <laughs> um, I'd imagine so. Is that really how tall you are? That's what I'm claiming. It's on my driver's license. <laughs> yeah. do, you like, do, you like, do you lie on your driver's license? Well, I'm not saying I'd lie on my driver's license, but my weight ain't exactly accurate either. <laughs> I was wondering if we were going to get that out of you. What's up? Uh, What's funny is me and Mary Beth are the same height on our driver's license. Oh, no way. But we kind of trade off who's taller, depending, I guess, on whose back hurts more. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. (laughs) I'll walk up to her and be like, how come I'm taller today? And she's like, because you got your work boots on. Yeah, so sometimes (laughs) you'll be taller than her, but sometimes she'll be taller than you. Yes, that's hilarious. Now, now back to the original thing. Being five foot nine, why would you think you could step off a thirty-six inch tall banister? Because in my mind, I'm still twenty-five. 
Mm, you thought you'd catch yourself and everything would be all good. Yeah, 25-year-old trip would just be like, oh, that was easy. <laughs> Didn't turn out this way, though. Nope. Yeah, not when you're 43. No. I yeah. crushed some of Mary Beth's plants that were on the porch. Oh, no. Some of her some of her house plants got crushed? Uh, yeah. And porch then, plants, I guess? Well, I think they're, they're intermediate. Hey, I would like you to report to Carol that whatever plant she gave to Catherine, I have nursed back to health. Okay. Yes. I don't know. Whatever she gave her the last <laughs> time we were down there for the dirt bike, I've nursed it back to health. It was almost on its last leg. It's good to go now. Well, I don't want to bust your bubble, but if you got it from mom, it's probably pretty hard to kill. It probably is, but I like to <laughs> lay claim to being the one who brought it back to life. Just like we're the curse breakers, buddy. Dude. Could, what if the freaking Braves and the Bulldogs win it all again? If they go back to back, we've really got to treat ourselves. Yeah, we got to go get a steak. We got to go get a steak. You know what else we should do? And this could kill two birds with one stone. We could celebrate by flying to Austin. Dude, that would be awesome. I've never flown. I know. I know at the ripe old age of 43, we're going to get you on your first flight, buddy. Yeah, but remember what Lance Moore said? said he waited 40 years to take that flight. <laughs> Come on, man. Crashed on him. You're going to start quoting Alanis on us, man? Well, I mean, she's one of the great philosophers of our time. <laughs> Do you celebrate her entire catalog? No, just the first album. <laughs> <laughs> As a true Gen Xer would say. Just the first album. <laughs> I mean, it's the best. It's got the best songs on it. I'm sure. I don't actually own any of her albums. I know her radio hits like the back of my hand. But uh, other than that, I don't know anything. Yeah, I think we've talked about it before. She got her start on You Can't Do That on television. Uh, really? Yeah. You remember that show? No. So we, it was on. We've uh, never talked about this. Oh, we had? Okay, no way. So now we can. Yeah, let's hear it. What do you know about Alanis? It was on Nickelodeon. It was kind of like a one of those skit shows. Okay. And if you said, I don't know, you got slime dumped on your head. Oh. So some, this was kind of early on, huh? Yeah, it was some Canadian TV. Ugh. Ugh. You know, and I guess that's just the worst thing a Canadian could come up with. Was, Let's slime somebody. Oh, she is Canadian, isn't she? Yeah, her and Dave Coulier. Oh, man, I totally forgot that she is Canadian. You know, that one song's about her, about him. Which one? Her biggest hit is about him. No way. Yeah. And I can't remember the name at this moment. The, um, uh, you ought to know. You ought to know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You You ought to know. know. There you go. Is about, about him. Interesting, man. Look yeah. at you being a little bit of a uh, a historian on Alanis Morissette. That's scary, isn't it? That is a little bit scary. I'm like, a little bit worried about you, so we're uh, gonna have to clean this up with some bulldog talk. Yeah. So it was a tough weekend to be a Bulldogs fan, even though they won. They did win. Praise God. Uh, we were pulling our hair out a little bit there, and uh, yeah, it's. Uh, it's been tough, but we won. It was, it was scary, man. I was keeping track of it while we were at the uh, 
the wedding in Dahlonega this weekend, and I was really scared there. Like, see, watching the score and seeing how much time was left on the clock, I was getting worried. Yeah, um, I, it was to the point where, like, I had to take Cheyenne back to her house, and she's like, you ready to go? I'm like, yeah, they ain't going to win this game. And oh, my gosh. Between my house and Hampton, they turned it around and won the game. That's so awesome, isn't it? Yeah. All right. At, so at one point, at one point, I don't know what Kirby was doing, but he had his hands together. They showed a picture of, Kirby, of a shot of Kirby. He had his hands together like he was praying. He was saying something out loud. I don't know what he was saying. I'm like, oh, this ain't good. Kirby's having to pray. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. But uh. Yeah, so they uh, they pulled it off, and they're still number one in the AP poll, but they've dropped to number two in the coaches poll, and I'm not even sure what that means. Yeah, I was actually just Googling that, um, but I'm not really able to find out anything, you know, worthwhile. Like, the first thing that pops up if you Google what is the difference between the AP poll and the coaches poll, the, the first thing that pops up is the AP poll first started – uh, ranking college football teams in 1934. And then after a two-year pause, it has been operating its poll continuously since 1936. The coaches poll, on the other hand, has been ranking institutional gridiron squads since 1950. Mm. So the AP poll has been ranking them longer. Yeah. But... And that's the press. Right. And then the other one's the coaches poll. Right. So which one do they go off of, though? I don't know. Kirby's probably like, y'all better put us in number two because you guys ain't playing like number one. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they didn't play like number one this past weekend. No, but they did pull it back out. They They did, which shows a lot of heart and grit and all that stuff you want in a football team. Short Stetson Bennett couldn't see over that defensive line that they had. Well, you know, one of the big benefits of Stetson Bennett, I think, is that uh, the kid doesn't right now have an NFL future. Right. And that was one of the things that I really liked about Jake Fromm is he was kind of touted as not being an NFL talent. But then Jake Fromm did become an NFL talent. Like yeah. people started scouting him, started thinking he could be an NFL talent. And that's kind of where. I, I felt like that's where his game almost started to mess up. And and I don't want I just don't want Stetson to get a big head. That's all I'm saying. Well, you gotta remember that they also thought Doug Flutie was gonna be an NFL talent. Well, that's true. That's true. And all he did was commercials. <laughs> Come on, man. I mean he don't, won don't a hate game. on the flute like that. He he won a game or something. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> Come on, man. Speaking of winning a game, the Falcons did win a game, though. So that's, what, two in a row? That's two in a row for the Falcons, man. Watch out now. And one of our Spalding County players got the uh, got an interception right there to seal the deal. Yeah, what was his name again? Phew, man. That's a... Uh... I remember his last name was Alfred. Yeah, You're so... supposed to look up his first name, though. I was? Yeah, I thought. I had homework... No, never mind. It's all good. But you, but we'll, we'll, we will talk about Spalding County football later, though. Uh, yeah. 
but they did. They were able to squeak out a win against the Browns. Praise God, man. They uh, It was D. Alford. D. Alford. Okay. We'll take not, that. Yeah, I don't have any other uh, information on him, like when he played in Griffin or Spalding. For Spalding yeah. High, but... Oh, yeah. so he was a Spalding High player, not a Griffin High player. No, but the stat is on the, the stat that Spalding County produces the most NFL players of any other county in the country, you know, encompasses both of those schools. Correct. Correct. That makes sense. That makes sense. That's awesome, man. The Spalding County player was able to seal out the game. Um, awesome job, Falcons. Thank you for winning another one. Praise God, baby. We're, we're going to try to win. the. We're going to try to end this season on the 500 mark. That's what I'm shooting for. Yeah. Don't get too excited yet. It is the Falcons. I know it's the Falcons, but I would really like for them to have at least a 500 winning record. You know what I mean? Yeah. But moving on up to our Bravos, dude. The Braves swept the Mets. Come on. Got a two-game lead for the division right now, dude. And what was so funny is you're seeing on TikTok, you're seeing all these other, um, these, like, Analysts from last week, there's no way anybody's going to catch the Mets, blah, 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 blah. Guess what? The Bravos did it. The Bravos did it. The Bravos They're hot did it. at the right time of year. That's what happened last year, bro. When the Braves are hot at the end of the season instead of the beginning of the season, you better watch out. That's right, man. That's exactly what happened last year. And look what happened. They went on to win the freaking World Series, and they can do it again, dude. Yeah. I'm did, so excited. I did see one fan wearing a Freddie Freeman jersey. Oh, yeah, Freddie Walking. Freeman Braves jersey. Yeah. Would you do that? Like, if you owned a Freddie Freeman Braves jersey, would you still wear it to a game? Heck no, man. Them, I know them jerseys are expensive. Yes. You know, but, oh man. Screw Freddie Freeman. We're, and we're going to do it again without him. That's right. You heard it here, right here on last night's coffee. We're going to do it again without him. We're going to say we're probably going to have to play the Dodgers at some point. In the that that seems to be a stepping stone every year. Yeah. We're just going to say bye bye, Freddie. Come on. We're going to knock him out of the park, ain't we, Chucker? Yeah. We can start watching Braves baseball because it's the postseason. I, oh, my gosh. I think they only have to win like one more game, right? Yeah, and they got to play what the Marlins. Yeah, I think so, and they have to win one of them. Yeah. So uh, I feel confident. I feel good. Praise God, baby! These Bravos are getting hot at the right time. I feel good about it, man. I hope our, I hope our players can stay healthy and stay out there on the field, dude. That's that that's if if they can be hot and healthy at the same time, there's no stopping them. Who was it last year that didn't get to play in the World Series because he was hurt? Acuna. Acuna yeah. didn't get to play last year. Yeah. So you know he wants him a. He wants he. You know he wants to play in a game. In Absolutely, the World he's the best player on the team. Yeah. And they won without him. Yeah. <laughs> That's Imagine that. incredible. So. But you know, I, but you know what? Baseball is one of those things, though. Like. It's a team sport. It really takes the whole team, you know? Yeah, you can't just depend on one person to carry a team. I like basketball. Exactly. Exactly. You need more than one good player. But, uh, so, 
I oh, let me while we're talking about sports, let me make yeah. this prediction. Go ahead. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers will win the Super Bowl. Wow. What makes you make that prediction? Who won the Super Bowl after Hurricane Katrina? Ah, I see where you're going with this. New Orleans Saints. Who won the World Series after 9-11? The New York Yankees. So, based on that. I see where you're going with this. I see where you're going. Based on. And I can see it happening. They got a reason to play. We're playing. I see it happening, man. That Hurricane Ian brought a lot of devastation to Florida, dude. It did. Crossed right over the state. It uh, it went south, a little further south than they thought it would originally. So there was a lot of people that it didn't get to evacuate in time. And uh, you know, it 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 changed the landscape down there. Yeah, I saw some of those storm surges being real far in. Yeah, they uh, they they washed out bridges. I don't think you can get – you can't drive on the Sanibel Island right now. Yeah, I saw that bridge was washed away. So A lot of roadways have been ro- washed away. All that water just came up through the ground, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what so scary how if you're if if you're at a place like water can just come up through the ground like that. Yeah, I can't imagine what it is like. Yeah, yeah, like one of those storm surges. Yeah. And that's what they say that tears up that asphalt like it does. Is the water coming up through the ground? Dude, that's so scary. Rips it apart. You have nowhere to go. That's so scary. No, and there's people Man, there's one dude riding that storm out in his boat. No way. That I saw. He was in Tampa. What kind of boat? It was a just a little cabin cruiser that you could live on. No so way. So he's cruiser. out in like the like he's out in 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 Tampa. Yeah, he's in Tampa. He was in in a marina, and uh, you know he was he was giving you live updates like when the. All the water got sucked out of Tampa Bay, which was that was kind of wild. Did you see some of those pictures? I did. That's terrifying. And uh, yeah, so now he's getting kicked out of his marina for staying. No way, because he didn't obey the mandatory evacuation. Yeah, something like that. Oh, that's so silly. That's so silly. I mean, at the same time, though. I'll never understand the people who won't drive like 50 miles, 100 miles. You know what I mean? Like you could literally get in your car and drive for an hour, hour and a half, and you'll be completely safe. Yeah. At least from like the the crazy flooding and stuff like that if you're near the coast, right? Like just drive the 50 or 60 miles, dude. Like what the heck are we doing here? You know, it's kind of a, I mean, but we, we haven't ever had to make that decision. No, never have. But I feel like if I was in the situation, I would choose my life in just driving an hour. Yeah. I have some friends that live down in uh, Navarre, Florida. Is it that right? Navarre? Navarre. Navar. Yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds better. Navar. It's on the Gulf. Yeah. And that last hurricane that come through mm-hmm. there that stalled out. Yes. They stayed. Really? 
and they said they will never stay again. See, that's terrifying. And that one was supposed to just come ashore as a uh, tropical storm. And right at the last minute, it bumped up to a Category 3 and stalled out or something like that. I mean, really imagine imagine, imagine the trauma they had to go through to make a decision like we'll never stay again. Yeah, Like that had to be so traumatic. They really had to be scared for their lives. Yeah, and they got family up here. So all they had to do is hop in a car and come to to the Griffin Jackson area. And And why not? You know what I'm saying? Why not? Yeah. Why fear for your life like that? I get fearing for your property, fearing for your house. I, I get that. But at least you could live to maybe yeah. get another house or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, so then the the hurricane took off into the Gulf, into the Atlantic, and hit South Carolina. Yes, dude, causing more destruction. So I think it had three landfalls if you count Cuba. Yeah, because it picked up. Didn't it pick up more steam when it got back into the Atlantic? Didn't it become a hurricane again? Yes. That is so crazy, man. Yeah, so we dodged a bullet in Georgia. We sure did, man. I was worried that the wedding was going to get a bunch of rain, that it was going to be an issue while we were driving and all that, and uh didn't turn out that way, dude. The vineyard was beautiful. A um, bunch of French villas out there on this vineyard. Nice. Um, dude, it was so beautiful. Uh, everybody was having a blast, got to reunite with a bunch of old friends, man. My mouth is still hurting. I was smiling so much. I'm serious, dude. Like (laughs) it's freaking sore, man. Like my mouth is sore. I've been, I was smiling so much that night. I had a blast, dude. Um, congratulations to my boy, uh, blue balls. He got married this past weekend. So, um, you know, the dude's growing up. My, some of my friends are finally growing up, man. So he probably won't have that nickname anymore. Well, unfortunately, it's not even a nickname. Well, oh. it, it kind of is. <laughs> His last name is Blue Ball, okay? And and so, <laughs> obvious, obviously, you're going to get the nickname yeah, Blue Balls. You, you got to have that nickname. Yeah, so what he did is he got into the graphic design class in high school, and he made a shirt. It was, He made, a, actually, a couple of shirts. And it, it just said balls on the shirt in blue writing. He had a white shirt and a black <laughs> shirt. And it just said balls in blue writing. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, man. I mean, he he owned it, you know. He played it very well. It, it, it's <laughs> hilarious. But me and that kid have known each other since we were in diapers. So that well, was uh, that was a pretty cool experience to go to his wedding. You don't have many friends like that. And those, no. are, those are always the good ones. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah, so, oh, did you see on the notes about the uh, shrimp boat? I did see that about the shrimp boat. Are they say? Can you can you lay out this for me and the listeners because I have not heard this at all. Of course. Okay, so you know, once you get on one freaking thing on TikTok, if you watch a video too long, it changes your algorithm. Sure. So now you know you get all this hurricane stuff, which is pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, well, there was this uh, shrimp boat that washed up onto Myrtle, Myrtle Beach, and the the story on TikTok was that because they arrested this dude with dreads okay. <laughs> was in the boat, so the story on TikTok was 
that the boat was stolen off the coast of uh, Bermuda, which I don't know why a North Carolina shrimp boat was that far out, but I'm not really sure how shrimp shrimping works. Me either, but okay. <laughs> and uh, that they, they were stolen off the the coast of Bermuda, and then they drove it into a hurricane because they didn't know how to drive boat. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so I had to look up the real story behind the boat, and it turns out that they were trying to make it back to their dock and they had engine problems and the uh, Coast Guard had to come and rescue them. Oh, geez. And then the boat was just kind of left. And, and it just kind of washed ashore during washed the Washed ashore. And this dude went in it to see what was on it. You know, oh, my like, gosh. The, the the guy with dreads? Yeah. Oh, that poor guy got, got arrested. Yeah, he got arrested. You think he was trying to steal something, though? I don't know. I mean, was he going to get some shrimp? Maybe some. Yeah, I mean, what's he going to? What What would you even be looking for on a boat? You know. I don't know, man. Some of those uh, electronics on the boats are pretty expensive. Oh, really? I, I that makes sense, huh? Yeah. Some so of the might... depth finders or something. Yeah. But anyway, they they've got an effort going to try to get it back into the ocean. So they've got backhoes out there digging all the sand out from around it and try to float it back out. Okay, so why in the world is TikTok promoting these fake news, conspiracy, craziness stories? That's because that's what TikTok does, man. It just riles people up. Yeah, it's just like, I've got information. Stay home on September 24th. Yeah, we were just talking about this, man. We were just talking about this doomsday nonsense, and now they're going to make up a random story about uh, a shrimping boat. Yeah, and then it gets promoted out there like it's the truth. And it's like, you know, hey, you know, China runs TikTok. Well, that's true. So that's true. It all runs through China. If they can promote some misinformation, then, you know. Does what? that deter you from using TikTok at all? Um, It deterred me originally from getting on TikTok. I'm like, this is China and they're stealing your information, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But then I got to thinking, I'm just a poor kid from Griffin, so they ain't really too much information still about me. Yeah. <laughs> so you're just not that worried about it. Like, they, they, you're willing to admit that they probably are stealing your information. They're you just don't feel like you, don't, you, you yeah. just don't care. My information ain't that good. Right. Right. That's what I kind of feel like. Like, they what go are they going to, I mean, they could steal my bank information, but they're not going to get very much. Like, no, no, there's way better bank accounts to hack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to get 50 Cent. Yeah. Like, not even. <laughs> hey, what did uh, 50 Cent do when uh, he got hungry? Uh, I don't know. What did he do? 58. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Come on, man. Come on, man. Man, 50 Cent is freaking rich. Yeah. That guy's worth billions, right? Yeah, he's got like a water bottle, a water company or something. Yeah, vitamin water, dude. Vitamin he owns water. like a certain percentage of vitamin water, which was one of the, like the very first like energy water flavored drinks. You know what I'm saying? Like that wasn't Gatorade or Powerade or whatever. I guess you can find him in the club. I bet you can. I bet you can. What do you do when you're that rich, though? I don't know. 
I mean, when you've got that, when you've got billions of dollars, what do you do? Whatever you want to, man. <laughs> you don't ride out a hurricane. No, no. I guess you can have like super yachts built and stuff like that. Or, or you could take Zuckerberg's approach and rent out a whole USC event. That's pretty wild. To that think. dude rented out the entire UFC event this past weekend, dude. Where was it at? Ah, I wish I could remember. See, now I'm throwing I wish back. I could remember. You're going to have to Google that real quick while I tell the, the listeners a little bit about it. So right. what happened is Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg, has recently developed some sort of interest in mixed martial arts and uh, jujitsu and things like that. He hasn't been competing, but apparently he's been learning. And so he's kind of got obsessed with the MMA community and UFC in general. And uh, so his wife's favorite fighter, Mackenzie Dern, was fighting in the co-main event this past weekend on Saturday. And uh, Zuckerberg, I think it was on Wednesday or Thursday, they made it official. Dana White announced that there would be no media presence and no fans attending the event. Um, so it was literally literally like the week of that Zuckerberg wound up renting it out. Yeah, it was the it was a two eleven in uh Las Vegas. I sent you a link so you can see Zuck just standing there just cheering on like he's actually this dude's into this. It's crazy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He really likes it, man. There's a hilarious clip. If you go on YouTube um, there is a hilarious clip of his wife reacting to like the fighters, uh, you know, the fighters fighting basically. And she's like, she's like everybody's mom. Like the first time they see uh, a mixed martial arts event and like someone's nose gets broken or their head gets split open <laughs> or something. She's like trying to cover her eyes and like jumping back in her seat. Her legs are up. Like she's almost curled into the fetal position, like in her seat in the stands it's hilarious, dude. It sounds very funny. <laughs> it is really, really funny. So I guess when you've got billions and billions and billions of dollars, you can just run out a whole sporting event. That'd be wild. I wonder how the the uh, contestants felt about that. I kind of wonder the same. You know, they, but luckily they did just have the, kind of the same scenario play out with COVID, right? Like – um. Because they they had to fight at the UFC Apex Center in yeah. Las Vegas, and they didn't allow fans in for it during COVID. So they kind of got used to that a little bit in a way. I would say the fighters kind of got used to it um, during COVID because they didn't have any fans there. So like only having fifteen or twenty or however many people Zuck invited to this to this thing. I mean, I, I can't imagine he invited that many people. Yeah. Could you imagine just sitting there? It's like, it's like, hey, man, we're going to the fights this weekend. Dude, I would love to get that phone call. Are you kidding me? That'd be pretty wild. That would be freaking awesome. I don't even like him that much. We need to be friends with a billionaire, dude. I keep waiting for you to find one. <laughs> keep waiting for me to find one? How am I supposed to find one? I don't know anybody. <laughs> well, I tell you what, I tell you what, our listeners could uh, recommend our show to some of their friends and family members and maybe could get us a few more listeners and we'll make some some uh, sponsorship dollars. How about that? Yeah, we'll even if we have a billionaire that wants to sponsor the show, 
We'll even oh. let them be on the show so all 12 listeners can hear them. Yeah, we'll even let them be on the show. I mean, just listen to that sentence, dude. Yeah. We will even let them be on the show. Like, they should – I mean, really, that's pretty cool, dude. <laughs> That's pretty cool of us to let them be on the show. Yeah, I mean, it's so, the least we could do. Yeah, and they don't have to sponsor us for much. I mean, a quarter million dollars, I think, would sponsor the show pretty well to start out. We probably yeah. need half a million eventually. Yeah, eventually. Um, but a quarter million to start off, I think we could make do. Yeah. Yeah, we could um, do all right that. We're just going to put that out there in, into the ether, into the universe, into the atmosphere um into the do you really think the universe is 13.8 billion light years large i don't even know what that means like so like the oldest light we can see is like 13.8 billion light years away yeah that's the oldest apparently the oldest light we've been able to detect like that light not might not even be shining anymore correct and it's just now getting here. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So check this out. Okay. Uh, I I heard an interesting thought. Okay. I'm ready for it. You remember the Tower of Babel in the Bible? <laughs> I do remember. <laughs> I do remember the Tower of Babel in the Bible. Yes. Yes. And God knocked it down because people were trying to reach into the heavens, right? Yeah. Well, how come we he lets us go into space? Well, it wasn't so much that as it was that they thought that they were gods and kind of started begin they began worshiping the tower. Mm, got you. It was more of an idol thing. Um, got- you know, violating that in like the basically the first three commandments are basically in, in uh basically saying like I am your God there is no yeah. other God worship only me right like yeah yeah so um pretty sure it was just that it was okay. idolatry I just want to throw that out there yeah interesting theory though yeah yeah it wasn't necessarily the reaching reaching towards uh heaven as much as thinking that they 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 could be in heaven you see what right. i'm saying like they were godlike well, and, and begin well, beginning to worship the tower i'm pretty that. sure that some of those people that work in the space program worship what they do um i'm pretty sure nasa is a whole big cover-up oh you think so i think so dude i am I may or may not begin be um, becoming a um, flat earther. Oh crap! If you're, dude, if I became a flat earther, what would you say? If I really, if I was serious, and I was like, NASA's a cover up, every world government ever. If I just went off the freaking deep end, dude, would you still be friends with me? I guess so. It'd be awkward. Would you still do this show with me if that's all I talked about and I was like obsessed? I don't know. I don't know how our listeners would feel about it. We might get more listeners. <laughs> I bet we would. Maybe maybe we should just turn heel, dude. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <laughs> dude, in NWO style, man. We're about to turn heel. Yeah. Come Listen on, up, man. brother. The earth is flat. <laughs> and the Kevins are going down in the eating competition. The Kevins are going down. Dude, snap into a Slim Jim, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, being in Griffin, that we're going to have that, we've got to be careful with who we invite to the 
to the thing because we don't want a fight to break out and the fans to get escorted away like they did at the that's true. That's apparently been happening in Spalding County. Would you like to elaborate on that so, a little bit more for our listeners? So, from what I've heard on the internet and on Facebook, that uh, the Griffin Spalding game had to be stopped this past weekend, and all the fans asked to leave because there were fights breaking out. Now, <laughs> that's insane. Is that common? I'm, we, you know, used to they used to play each other in like a exhibition game they wasn't in the same uh the same deal i don't know if they don't call it comfort regions or no they were in different like one was 4a and one was 2a or something like that right but now they're playing each other in the regular season yeah so they're playing each other in the regular season and it got ugly they freaking stomped griffin i'm talking about destroy griffin that usually don't happen do you think that was part of why the fight broke out was like how bad they were stopping them? Probably that. And they just, there's always been problems at that game. Yeah. But uh, I guess it escalated a little bit more this week. Right. Like I've only been to the Griffin Spalding game once and it was kind of sketchy. <laughs> the whole, you went there for four years. You only went to the game once. Well, we didn't have two high schools when I was in, uh, oh, that's right. I got you. Yeah. When did they split up? When did they when did they have to build a new high school? Early 2000s. So probably 2002, 2003 right in there and I graduated in 98. And it's been a heated rivalry ever since? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So heated that you wouldn't even attend the games. Yeah, we don't go to those games. Oh my gosh. And a Freaking fight, bro. They had to escort every fan out. Yeah, they asked the fans to leave and and all this stuff. So evidently it got pretty pretty violent. Was you mentioned was there a firearm? Yeah, I've heard that there was a firearm. I've heard there were several fights going on. So Oh my goodness. You Griffinites just can't get together, man. No, man. Not at all. Now how much how much of Griffin goes to Griffin High and how much of Griffin goes to like Spalding County? Like um, the way it's split is kind of like uh, 1941 runs down the middle of the county. Yeah. And one side goes to one school and the other side goes to the other school. I see what you're saying. So, you know, there's neighborhoods where it's split because the way it's split. Man, that would get heated, dude. Yeah. That would get heated. And that kind of puts like this uh, other side of the tracks mentality. Right. You know? Kind of puts this other side of the tracks mentality. Hey, dude, one thing I've been wanting to ask you about. Did you ever sleepwalk as a kid or your brother or anybody? No, one of my kids did. Really? Like heavy sleepwalking? Yeah, we we were worried she was going to walk out and fall off the back of the porch. Oh, man. Oh. Turns out I'm the only one that does that in this house. <laughs> and I was awake. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I uh, I used to sleepwalk all the time as a kid, okay? And back when I was growing up, of course, there was no, there was no cell phones or anything like that. Like, we just had home phones, right? 
Yeah. And I was maybe, maybe six, seven, something like that. I slept walk one night and I called my sister's best friend's home phone. I don't even know her phone number. That's but I called hilarious. her home phone number and her mother answered and happened to know, like happened to recognize my voice. Did you I, like star 69 or something like that? And no, it, no, no. She just happened to recognize my voice. And so like, cause they were real good friends, like my sister and this girl. And so our parents hung out a lot and stuff like that. And she just, she, she recognized my voice. So she hung up and calls my parents right back. And, uh, and they answer the phone and she's like, will you go check on John? And so they do. And I'm just sitting there in my bed with the phone, like still kind of talking. <laughs> Dude, I used to sleepwalk hard. But man, isn't that the strangest thing? I didn't even know her freaking phone number. You might have been possessed. What if I maybe I star six star 69? Yeah. Maybe or you just figured it out. Dude. Maybe she's on speed dial or something. I don't think so. We did have speed dial back then. Like it was, it was our first phone with speed dial. I remember thinking about that, but uh, I don't think she made the speed dial list. I could be wrong. That's interesting. I don't remember. She wasn't, she wasn't on the speed dial list, dude. I've always remembered that she wasn't on it. Now my memory, my memory isn't always the best. So I'll say that. Well, but sleepwalking's weird, man. Those altered states of consciousness are so strange. Dude, night terrors? Night terrors? Comas, man? What about people in comas? You know, one of the podcasters I was listening to was in a coma this time last year. And, like, he missed the whole Braves making the World Series and winning the World Series. He was in a coma that long. Does he remember anything from it? He remembers – he thought it would be, fun, like, you know, because – not fun necessarily, but he remembers nurses coming in and like sticking him with needles and stuff. And he said it was pretty miserable. Oh, that sounds awful. Yeah. Kind of like so awful. Yeah. He hadn't talked about it much. Whew. That's heavy, Chucker. I'll tell you that right now after hearing all that. Because he thought it was going to be more like dreamlike. And it was more like nightmarish. Ugh, that sounds awful. Yeah. That sounds awful. We got we to gotta change the topic. You better have a funny meme for me. We can't end the show on this low note. I got a funny meme. Oh, all right. I like funny memes. I've been in a laughing mood all weekend. You got any memes? It'd be a whole lot cooler if you did. It's the meme of the week. It's the oldie but a goodie. <laughs> Shrimping ain't easy. That's right, buddy. That's Forrest Gump right there, my friend. Bubba Gum Shrimp Company. Um, there's a lot of different ways to prepare shrimp. <laughs> there is a lot. Of, what's your favorite way to eat shrimp? Right now, I'd say shrimp cocktail. Oh, really? Yeah, just give me some of that. Give me some of that raw shrimp with some cocktail sauce, dude. I'm good to go. It's not raw, dude. Well, you know what I'm saying. It's steamed. Yeah, that's fine. Like, that's fine. Uh, I'm I'm kind of a. I mean, I I haven't had shrimp bad yet, 
but I my favorite way is fried. You like fried shrimp? Good southern fried uh, shrimp, you know, fresh. What do they call those humongous shrimp? What are those humongous shrimp called? Prongs? Yeah, prongs. Do you ever eat those? I've had them one time. I thought they were kind of tough. Oh, really? So it's not really the same as a shrimp? No. I mean, they're not bad. No? But, but they didn't make me want to go, yeah, those are better mm. than, than fried shrimp. Of course, I just want to hold one, man. They could have been cooked too long, too. That's true. They just seem so big, man. I just want to hold one. Yeah. And uh, eat it like a turkey leg. You know what I'm saying? Well, I guess you could do that. Yeah. Yeah. They are pretty big. You got to clean them out, though. Yeah. You know, you know, a little shrimp, you don't have to clean out so bad. Yeah, that's true. They just got that little vein, right? Yeah. The one little vein. What, what prawns are different? Yeah, they got a big vein, and it's got a lot of sand in it, a lot of poop. Ugh, that don't sound good. You know, that's what's in the vein. Did you hear about those little miniature sharks that are biting people in um, California? No. Dude, I forget what they're called. I forget what they're called, but they're like little, some some sort of little pod of some sort. Like, they're basically like a little insect. They're nasty-looking little critters, and they're in the sand in, in California. Like, they're washing up into the sand, they're getting into the sand, and then they're biting people. And apparently it feels like you're being stabbed with a hypodermic needle. And it hurts for, like, 15 to 20 minutes. Wow. Yeah, so it feels like you're being stabbed with a needle for, like, 15 to 20 minutes. Well, just another reason not to go to California. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's definitely not on the beaches of California. Is this something So they kind of got this nickname of miniature sharks because they're biting all these people on the bottom of their feet. Huh. And they're tiny, tiny, like microscopic. You can't hardly see them. Is it new? Um, It's relatively new to California, like in this capacity where they're like biting people frequently and washing ashore constantly. Like, I don't remember what brought them to California. I don't remember all that, but it's definitely new to the beaches of California. It was probably China. Probably. Why not? I mean, blame everything else on China. This might as well be China, too. (laughs) Screw China. Yeah. The Chinacoms are going to get us. (laughs) What you going to do, brother? (laughs) All right, man. Well, it's been a good show. Been a good one. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. We'll see you all next week. (laughs) 